So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 250 for... June 14th, 2020. My name is Nathan Ringspruth, and joining me this week, we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. Hello, I'm the Nostalgia Critic. I remember it so you don't have to. No, we don't like him anymore. We're not, I... allowed, to, we're not allowed to like him. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and we are joined by the, the spooty one, Andrew Roa McFain. Uh, hey, guys. So before we get into anything, let me tell you a story. About this one no, time I was playing D and D. No, no, you've never played D and D. It's That's a lie. I, yeah, that, I think he said that his wife plays. I did. Oh, I I thought you did not. No, I I uh, yeah, I've played a couple of a couple of games. That's uh, one of my fondest memories. Was a pig in a bucket. I I guess that would make me the cinnamon snob. So, I I oh, you're repeat. the you're the only decent one left. Yeah, I'm the only decent one. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I was gonna say another person whose uh, name is derived from Mario, but that would probably not be good. So mm, I could see I, like, if you if you that. hadn't said if you hadn't said the Spoonie one, which is also where my brain went. But I, I if I if I you hadn't said that, and if I had a gunshot sound on my soundboard. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> we are gonna stop this conversation. I'm Nathan. Before anyone gets depressed. Yes, I am Nathan Reed Spruth. Uh, we have a, a very big episode probably to do today. So, but first, Aroa. Good thing we started right on time. Yeah, we we started right on time. We're definitely not half an hour late. And to tell us why we're not half an hour late, let's go to Aroa. Where can we find you, and what have you played this week? So I can go over to Roa.website website as usual. Um, it's just a list of links. Um, this week, play a lot of play a lot of Fantasy Star Online too. Game is uh, game is a pretty good time. Um, also, uh, Slay the Spire came out on iOS this week. Oh, that's so, that's a good game. It's a very good game. Um, I have some problems with it. Uh, probably maybe least of which is the frame rate. It only runs at 30 FPS and that bothers me. It just feels weird. Um, but the bigger problem is they, uh, the, I don't know the the UI has some issues. Like you tap on a card to look at what it does. And then you go to like tap, like in my head, I want to tap off of that card so that it will shrink back down so I can see the rest of my hand. But instead, tapping a card and then tapping elsewhere makes the game think that you want to target the card there, which it doesn't matter if it's an attack card, but if it's like a skill or something, then it also uses the card, which leads me to mistakenly using cards more often than I would like. Oh, yes, uh, yes. Um, how much does it cost? Ten bucks. That's not bad. I mean, it's not. I don't. I don't think it's bad because it's it's the whole thing. Like it's it, you're getting all four characters, which I the last time I played there were only three, 
So, you know, that's a pretty big deal. Um, but yeah, you get, you get all four characters and all the, all the content that has, that is available on PC. Uh, the only thing you don't get is mods, obviously, but you know, that's maybe, that's maybe they'll introduce, maybe they'll introduce those in the future, which they won't. No, because so. it's iOS and you can't do anything cool on iOS. Right. Unless you jailbreak your phone. Which, which I case. did. Oh, did you? And Good job. I might have to undo it because it appears that the McDonald's app, of all apps that I use on a regular basis, the McDonald's app seems to check if you're jailbroken and will refuse to let you log in if what? you are jailbroken. Okay, so I, I will admit that I have the McDonald's app as well. And this last week they had, if you buy a regular combo, you can also get a Happy Meal for free. <laughs> So I, I usually get the the five dollars off a of fifteen dollar purchase one. See, I don't like I don't spend that much money at McDonald's. So what I did is I bought the the number nine is two cheeseburgers. Number and, nine large. Yeah, uh, <laughs> two two cheeseburgers, uh, and then I got the Happy Meal of a cheeseburger. So I got three cheeseburgers and all the fries and stuff for five bucks. So I uh. Uh, it's either the $5 off 15 purchase or I'll get the uh, buy a Big Mac, get another Big Mac or a quarter pounder uh, for like a penny or something. Right, right. So uh, did you play anything else besides Slay the Spire and Fantasy Star? Obviously World of Warcraft, but anything else? Yeah. Uh, no, I am considering, however... Uh, maybe finally playing Persona 4 now that it's on. I was PC. gonna talk about that. I was gonna talk about that. Something oh. I was gonna mention. Oh, so well, don't you care about that game? So you can, yeah, don't can steal do my thunder, Oroa. That's all right. I'll talk about my thunder. Uh, as a, the picture that I posted in the uh podcast discussion, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna use that as the featured image this week. You two might notice uh, that the power supply is sitting outside of the case. That's a good place for it. Yeah. And that the cables are kind of haphazardly kind of strewn about the place. Even it, like by my standards, it looks pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, yeah. It does. Part yeah. of that was me rushing um, because I was, I was doing this. I started doing this about uh, an hour and a half ish ago, thinking it wouldn't even take me an hour. I uh, started doing it in a different case. Um, cause I got another small case that said, Hey, we support full size power supplies. And I was like, cool. I don't have to buy another power supply. And then I got it. And the motherfucking AMD cooler, the, the stock one is so goddamn tall. And, and that was the problem with the case that you see here initially was that the power supply or that, that the, the cooler is too tall along with the power supply being too big. Uh, so I was like, okay, fuck it. I'll just get another cooler at some point. Um, but I was like in a big hurry and I already had all these cables pulled out. So I grabbed this other case that you see here and threw everything in it that I absolutely have to have. And since the power supply won't fit in the case, it's just hanging out on the side with the cables running into the case. The graphics card is actually suspended underneath of the case, um, just kind of in a little crevice. Do you have a, like a uh, riser or something on the like a PCI riser? 
yeah, it, uh, the case itself comes with uh, a basically a right angle adapter uh, so that you can you can do that. Like it's designed to have the graphics card on the other side like that. It, it's not a terrible design. Um, yeah, it's good for but, cooling, actually. But um, and it's it, I've actually seen it branded a couple of ways. Um, I can't remember the brand, but it's uh, I've seen it both as what this is, which is just kind of generic at Silverstone, uh, Silverstone HTPC case. And then they also have it branded as a Raven case. So like they, they did a decent job with it, but there are no thumb screws and I have other complaints, but yeah. So computers, uh, kind of janky right now. And I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do. Cause I like this case more, but uh, there's a shortage on power supplies right now. So even if I wanted to buy an SFX power supply, I couldn't because there aren't any besides oh, right. like really janky Chinese ones that are only like they top out at 350 watts or like if they go over 500 watts, they're also suspiciously cheap. And yeah. I, I've i been there. I don't want to deal with that again. I was going to say I have a power supply, but I don't have a small form factor power supply. I have like a 650 watt or something like that or 550 watt just hanging around just in case i need it at some point in my life so and like i i would get a lower wattage one but right i uh i looked into how much power uh the fucking ryzen 2 uh chip i have uses and it's like a lot it's a yes. lot of power yeah, <laughs> yeah, like... I think I think the next gen is going to be a little bit better. Now, to be to be fair, you have a pretty high end processor, don't you? Yeah, it's yeah. the, the 2600, 2700, I can't remember. 2600 is 6 core 12 thread, 2700 is 8 core 16 thread. I so like as I you a... as you look that up, I'm going to move on to Connor, where can we find you and what games have you played this week? Yeah, so you have eight core sixteen thread. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I, it can be found at Twitter at Cyberpunk underscore Monk. And the games that I've played, let's just start by getting the obvious ones out. I played Animal Crossing maybe fifteen to twenty minutes each day. Uh, Ro, I know you were. I, I see you fucking dog. I know. I see you playing this game every once in a while. Are, have you run out of things to do in it yet? Uh, absolutely. I am only playing the stock market. Stock market. I I go out and I I, I only need like one more thing for my uh my 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 dinosaur museum so i go out and i get those i I buy my daily songs and then i put the game down other than that i played pavlov for about an hour yesterday which was awesome and that was the first time i've played an actual video game since uh reaton entertainment episode 253 which was a little over a month and a half ago yes so that sucks (laughs) why just gonna throw that out your life working and then games that i've been doing uh 50 plus hours a week consistently for the last month it's ridiculous yeah uh we need to play through halo one and two because three is coming out soon i know don't remind me i mean do remind me we we really do have to set some time to do that we do Uh, but i want to talk about a little bit of video game woes the first of these being a video game that was coming out for switch um warhammer mechanicus which is like a a tactics or an XCOM style game. The day that it was supposed to be released, it never dropped. Two days what? later, they gave an update saying that it's actually been delayed for two months. 
what the fuck? You'd think you'd say something before, after the breach of your uh, anticipated release date. Went on Reddit and people were like, yeah, nobody's said anything. And finally, not the game publisher, but the developers like of the original game, not the port, but the original were like, yeah, some COVID things happened, so we need to push it back. But why didn't you tell anyone? Damn it. I could have <laughs> rescheduled things and spent money differently anyways. Uh, so that was bumming me out. The second one is that uh, The Outer Worlds got ported to Switch, and it's no good. It looks awful. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna ask you about that because you prefer playing games on the Switch. It's my preferred platform nowadays, and based on all of the testimonies that the developers were saying, how great it looked, I was really eager to play this game. And when it came out, and you can't really even see what words are on the textures, I was. It, I'll, I'll wait, and if it gets updated, I'll play it. But until then, they're not getting my money. Yeah, it once, looks so... like someone like accidentally turned the LOD slider all the way to the left and then went into the I and I files and made the number even lower. There are some ways you can there there's like a patch unofficial patch out there. Uh if I believe you have to have a hacked switch. Yeah, you you have to have a hacked switch to do but, it. But but there's a patch out there that makes it look a lot better and uh it still doesn't look great. Well it uh it runs a little bit better. But I would say if you're gonna play that game, just get it for for PC. PC, yeah, that's. I mean, I'm, I'm bummed that I won't be able to play it on Switch, and I'm still holding out for maybe half a year or so. I'll I'll wait for it to get on like a holiday sale or something. But I really wanted it to be good, and I was bummed that it wasn't. Yeah, the frame rate sucks on that game. Like, so I was sitting on all this uh, leisure money that I usually put aside each month or so just for video games or whatever, and I decided, fuck it. Let's do something I've always wanted to do. So now I'm uh, assembling and painting Warhammer minifigures. Yeah, oh, and nice. it looks it looks pretty good. Thank I will, you. You're doing pretty well. Um, I think I saw the finished product. Like, I saw the first paint. The first paint was just a rough thing, and then you, you finished it, and looked it looked pretty good. The finish I is good. Can't paint. I honestly, I've never been that kind of like artistically active person, but it zens me the fuck out. That's good. That's good. How much I, did the how much do Warhammer figurines cost? I don't. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> More uh, than you. So. Well, you know what you could do. Uh, you have this thing, and it it like prints things. I need to actually fix my three D printer. My extruder, something's wrong with it. Oh yeah, but but yes, I'm I'm very interested in 3D printing, like especially my own bases and stuff. But even whole models can be supported. It's not like I'm going to tournaments with this. I'm just doing this to have fun with my buds. Honestly, I'm not sure I... if the like regular mini figurine things would look very good. I don't know what the resolution of your 3D printer is, but that that's a... the. Oh, sorry. Go on. Pretty good. Prusa i3. They, so it would look fine. I think it. I think the detail would be fine for what he would use it for. Um, but to be fair, I, if I were to print figurines like that, I would buy like a two hundred and fifty dollars resin printer. Yes, yeah. and it would just look so much better. It, just... it has. It's very difficult to compare the amount of resolution available in a resin printer than something that needs to extrude it layer by layer, like physically right. splatting it out you know yeah i and i think that they they both have their place i think that for 
what we mainly use it for, which is knickknacks, sometimes like tools and stuff, a normal 3D printer is fine. But if you're making stuff like that that you're actually going to want to present, it would probably mm -hmm. be best to invest in a resin printer, which, again, you can get a good one for like 250 bucks. So. Right. The only thing that kept me from buying a resin printer when you and I were discussing the pros and cons of printers like two years ago or something like that is that if I set it up in my room, the resin would kill me. It it wouldn't kill you. It would it would make you a little nauseous. Um, but realistically, all you have to do is set up a fan by it and open a window. Yeah, and true. That's that would probably clear everything out. Anyway, we're gonna move on to me, Nathan Reeton Spruth. You can find me everywhere as Reeton. I'm gonna be Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on YouTube, Reeton Entertainment on YouTube. Go to ReetonEntertainment.com. Follow the podcast at Reeton Podcast on any of your uh, podcasting stations that you listen to podcasts on, like Google Play, uh, Spotify, iTunes. By the way, apparently you cannot rate podcasts on Spotify, but if you are on iTunes, uh, rate podcast uh, five out of five and, and leave a nice comment, and we will read it on air. Um, I actually have a video on YouTube being posted tomorrow at noon. Uh, so, so stay, stay tuned and, and watch that video. It's actually going to be kind of interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll spoil it here. Uh, I am starting an eBay account to sell items on eBay because I have a lot of games and I'm unemployed and I need money. So, uh, I've taken a selection of games. Apparently you can only sell 10 items at a time on eBay. I did not know that. So I have a selection of items that I posted on there and hopefully people will take notice of some of those items and buy them so I can uh I can pay rent and stuff. So that would be nice. But is that the video is just you showcasing the items? Uh kind of. Kind of yes. It's it's the the video is uh me saying that I'm starting the I'm starting eBay. Uh, showing which items I'm going to be selling on eBay. And then ne the next week, next Monday, I'm going to say how many items I sold in a week. I'm going to make You're another have video. Like a little, have like a little turntable. You'll, oh. you'll put the laser disc down and, and then spin I, it really no, slowly. No, no, I am not selling any of my laser discs. You think I'm <laughs> fucking crazy? Come yes. on. I'm not, I'm not to that point yet. You put the copy of Brute Force for the original Xbox down. No, why isn't I'm anyone buying? Slowly spinning around. <laughs> I I am actually selling um some good games like Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. That's a good game. Uh, it's also seventy dollars on eBay. You know, Nathan, uh, for what it's worth, I think you make a very nice Vanna White. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but uh, Paper Mario: Thousand Year Door, Pokemon: Let's Go Pikachu, um. Uh, WWF No Mercy, which that kind of pains me to get rid of, but I I want to pay bills. So anyway, uh, the games I played this week, I played some Halo Three multiplayer because I got into the Insider Beta. Uh, functionally, it's good. Um, I am not good. <laughs> I was doing terribly. I think part of it is that a lot of the insiders are also people who are really good at the game. So, like, the people who are signing up for it aren't going to be the plebs. They're going to be the people who are actually good. So I just got wasted, like, on every round. Um, 
I I I played some Left 4 Dead 2 last night with some people from The Shed. Uh, that was actually pretty good. I got five new followers on Mixer, mixer.com forward slash Reeton. I stream uh, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Pacific time. Um, no one watches Mixer. Yeah, some people do. I got five new followers. Um, and 10% then 10% of the viewer base. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, it's 15%. But uh, anyway, I uh, I also made a mistake, guys. Um and 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 you already know about it. Well, Connor knows. Oh, about whenever it. you said the N word on stream. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, when I said the N word on stream. No. Uh, no, no, no. I would not. Followers do that. Uh, yeah. All five followers left. So, I I bought Star Citizen. So I I've been playing that a little bit. And fuck, did you do that for? I was, I was like, I wonder Any how dangerous far... just announced being able to walk around on foot. I know they did. I know they did. And I think you have to pay for that. It will be, but like, that's, if it's that's... anything like horizons, you're going to pay like it. 40 bucks and you'll get three years worth of content. I, I, and I know that, but I paid $45 for, for the, the pack for star citizen. And that is supposed to be everything up till launch. Uh, so I played it, and I'm actually having some fun with it. I, I, part of the reason is I do really like being able to get out of your ship and explore on foot. Um, but I had some fun with it, upgrading my ship and figuring it out. The reason I bought it, the, to answer your question, I was watching YouTube, and I was like, let's see how far star citizen is. And so I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and I was like, this looks really nice. It looks fun. And then I bought it and the servers suck balls. All of them. They're just, they're just bad. They need to work on their server stability. Um, one thing that happened is that I went to go spawn my ship in the base. Cause you go to a terminal and you're like, I want to retrieve the ship. And then it will say, Oh, your ship's at hangar eight and then you go to hangar eight and your ship's there and you you take off well that wasn't working it was just coming up with a we can't get your ship right now fuck off and i was like ah no so i walked out on the space on the deck and i was like i wonder if anybody's gonna come here and i see a ship land and i was like cool and they left the cargo bay door open now normally you cannot go up to other ships and take them because like when the person leaves the ship, the doors close and they lock. But because he opened the cargo bay door, I was able to walk in and I got a free ship for a little while, <laughs> which made me so happy. Wait, did, did you get a free ship or did you steal someone else's ship? Because if the game lets you steal other people's ships, I might be interested in doing this. They definitely do allow you to steal other people's ships i stole the person's ship and took off and because i was flying it he couldn't recall it that was my uh, follow-up question is how locked down did you make this person now now most likely th this was a hundred dollar ship so most likely he either purchased it with in-game money or he had another ship that he purchased so this wasn't going to be his only ship so he was probably fine uh, now, there are some disadvantages to stealing people's ships. Uh, if you leave the ship and go do something else, 
most likely they can recall the ship and take it back. But while you're flying it and doing your your missions, you can keep it. And then also, um, if you like, there's a way where if you log out in in your bed, you'll respawn in the ship. So when you when you start up the game, you'll respawn back in the ship. Um, and so if he would have logged out and and logged back in, he might have been able to come back aboard his ship. But apparently one way to uh, circumvent that is have somebody lay down in the bed and then he can't respawn. <laughs> um, yeah, so there, there are some fun things. They've also added prisons in the game. So if you do really bad things and get a criminal record... Uh, like probably, steal someone's ship. Apparently stealing someone's ship is perfectly fine. But you can't get reported. But there are other things you can do that get you a criminal record. And if you get killed by a bounty hunter which the, the bounty hunters can be actual people. And if you get killed by a bounty hunter, you get sent to prison, and then you have to try to escape prison, which is pretty cool. So there are some fun things you can do in the game, but right now, this, the server stability is just not worth it. I wouldn't suggest so, doing it yet. So that feature, though, makes me think, the, the prison thing, mm -hmm. makes yes. me think of Yandere Simulator. Um, so it, the re the reason why is it sounds like they're trying to put in some features that don't take a ton of effort to implement so that they can say they're making progress whenever the bigger stuff well, isn't well, here's, making here's progress. Well, here's the deal. They, they added a new world for it called Grim Hex. Mm -hmm. And the prison is, um, you get thrown in prison and there are ways you can work your way. So like trespassing will get you. Um, criminal uh, thing where you can get thrown in prison uh, unless you pay a fine, I think. And that'll give you like 10 minutes in prison, 10 to 20 minutes in prison. And you can go out into the mines and mine ore, and if you mine ore, you can get time taken off of your prison sentence. Is there, like, is there like a trading simulation yet? And yes. Like the stuff that's actually fun? Yes, they have they have trading simulation and stuff as well. But okay. here's another thing. You can't trade with people yet, but there is like you can go back and forth and trade items. Trading should be implemented in the next patch in a couple months. But um to escape the prison, you have to go through the mines and there's no oxygen in the mines. So you are continuously running out of oxygen as you're trying to escape prison. And then once you reach the surface, you have to have a friend come and pick you up. But the planet is also covered by turrets, which will fire at your friend. So you have to take out your friend has to take out the turrets. So making an escape is a lot harder than just walking out of prison. So uh, it looks like it's uh, it's going to be pretty, pretty good once the game's actually released in 47 years. So. <laughs> When we are 80-year-old men, we will be able to play the final version of Star Citizen. I've somehow... been waiting literally my entire life for this. Yes. And it's Star it's still... Citizen. And, and also, it runs at 30 frames a second on my computer. <laughs> and, then, um, and then 2080 or whatever, whenever it's, it's finally released, it'll still look like a game from this year. Yeah, so, so it looks whenever... it looks really nice right now, but in eighty years, <laughs> um, 
but it uh, there was somebody I was talking to in game, and he's like, I run at 60 frames a second, but I have a 2080 Ti and a 10th gen Intel processor. So it it needs to be, and I know you hate this word, it needs to be optimized. Like, they need it to work. Well, uh, yeah, like, I granted, I haven't really dug into it in, like, a couple of years. But the la the last time I had heard any real details on the state of uh, of that game, like they were trying to duct tape two game engines together and it wasn't working. So it's, it doesn't it's... surprise me that like yeah, they're they're probably they're probably going to have to optimize things to some degree. Oh, that, they definitely that have is to. A thing. Like it is impl implementing LOD models and all that like is a thing and knowing when to, to call certain assets so that you aren't rendering half the planet whenever well, you can't even see it. Well, like I um Final Fantasy 14 is my favorite example of that. Because when it first released, it was dog crap because the potted plants had the same number of polygons as the character models. Yeah. Exactly. It's exactly the same situation. Right. And to be fair, Star Citizen is still technically an alpha, and uh, video games like uh, certain games that I've seen in development, uh, while they're in that production phase, run like crap a lot of the time. Yeah. So, it's very early still, which is depressing. It really and disgusting, is. Disgusting, but it is. Yes. Hey, Bannerlord apparently has been in development for eight years as well. And that's in early access now. And yeah, the last the last thing I want to talk about. But it'll probably be done oh. like next year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The last thing I want to talk about uh with with the video games is I only started it up and watched the intro uh and then made sure the settings were good. As you mentioned earlier, Persona 4 Golden is on Steam and I bought it immediately. I wasn't going to buy it immediately because I was like, oh, it's probably like 40 bucks. It's $20. It's $20 on Steam. I am so happy. And I had $5 in my Steam wallet. So it ended up costing 15 bucks for Persona 4 Golden. And I am so, so excited to play that game. Uh, I played it a little bit when it was on the Vita because I had a, the Vita TV. And it... I, I like it on the PC a lot better. You, I can. They have a two hundred percent rendering scale, so it looks really good for what it is. Anyway, we're gonna move I on. Like, we're gonna. Huh? I, I do. I do look forward to playing it uh, on PC, just because I can start up Cheat Engine and turn on frame skipping so that it moves at like three thousand percent speed. And then I can run through the dungeons and not have to give a shit. See, and I actually like dungeons and and going I know through you do. them and stuff. So I'm I'm one of I've the weird ones. I've said it multiple times. If they just sold a Persona visual novel game, I would play that. They have an anime, and they have um. I think there's it's books. Not the same fucking thing. That's okay. like. Okay, okay. So like okay. that's like saying that you should watch the Danganronpa anime instead of playing the game. No, you you don't should. do that. You should. You Stop should. Really oh, can't in, you see you're upsetting Aroa? In, instead instead of uh playing Danganronpa, you know what you should do? You should go to Aroa's YouTube and watch the his playthrough of Danganronpa. 
That's what you should do. Should. Yeah. Anyway, and we are going to move on. In three years, when I finally play the second one, you should watch that one too. Yes. And we are going to uh, we're going to go and talk about some news stories. One of which has to do with more space simulator combat. That is No Man's Sky. Are you guys excited about No Man's Sky? No Man. It's fun. I like uh, it. I, I like it. I think it's a good game. Um, I like that they have continuously worked on it and just kept improving it over time. And one more thing that they are adding is they are adding in uh, crossplay to span PC, PS4, and Xbox One. So... I don't know anyone who has it on Xbox or PS4, as I think everyone I know has it on PC. But I do always appreciate it when there's crossplay between uh, at least those three. I obviously we would like the Switch to also have crossplay, but I don't think that the game is on the Switch because, as we mentioned earlier, uh, sometimes it, there's some uh, features that have to be taken out for it to run at all on the Switch. Um, what do you guys think about this? Do you like crossplay? I assume the answer is yes. I support it. I don't want plebeians in my games. Get them out. No <laughs> consoles. You don't. You don't want to join the Switch, uh, Jedi Knight lobbies and just destroy people with your PC port or version. No, of the game? because that would mean I'm associating with console players, and that's disgusting. I I, I agree. I I understand. Um, that's a short story crossplay. Honestly, a lot of the stories we're going to kind of be burning through because it's, we have a lot to talk about. So creator of photo, uh, bricked Android phones, apparently. Uh, yeah, uh, I read about this and it kind of blew my mind. It is amazing. I honestly wanted to try it on my phone, but I didn't want to brick my phone. <laughs> so there is a, a picture out there. It's really it's a quite a beautiful picture, to be fair. And such a beautiful picture that a lot of people were downloading the photo and setting it as their desktop desktop background of their Android phones. Now, this artist who made it has around 10,000 followers on Instagram. No, Flickr. And so the reason why, apparently it uses the RGB color space and Android uses the sRGB color space. And I guess if you download a picture in RGB and then use it as your desktop background, it bricks the Android phone. It <laughs> makes it stop working at all. And you have to then go into recovery mode and delete the picture before you can load up your phone. Otherwise, it'll just continuously... Try to turn on brick. You turn it off, turn it back on, and it just keeps bricking itself. I think iPhones work fine. Don't you have an iPhone, right? They, those, yeah, those are. RGB. I, uh, as far as I, I could find, um, the, the yeah, the iPhone doesn't have any problems with it. That is such I, a weird bug. It's, it's another thing, and like, it, don't take this as me hating on Android. But it's another thing that makes me go like, why, why is Android so stupidly designed? And like iOS has similar uh, things where like if a system service goes down in iOS, the entire device soft restarts. Like that's dumb. 
it just doesn't happen very often but it does happen uh but on android like one of the most annoying things in that fucking os is that a uh, or an application can freeze the entire ui you can hammer on the home button all you want and it just doesn't give a shit and like this is another example of that sort of thing where it's like how is it that whenever something like an image that is in a format that that the phone doesn't understand why does it crash the entire operating system right. that's stupid it like and it's like one of those things where uh like on on iOS uh when you jailbreak uh if you have a jailbreak uh add-on that crashes the system the underlying framework of jailbroken iOS is mobile substrate and mobile substrate will see that some jailbroken function crash the system and will then put the device into safe mode so that you can go and turn off whatever it was or uninstall whatever it was that that broke everything and i don't know why android doesn't do that automatically android does have a safe mode and i believe that you can go into safe mode uh and change your wallpaper and then whenever you go back in it'll be fine but vast majority of people aren't going to know that that exists and it's just weird to me that google can't think of doing something like that but the fucking people that develop the jailbroken ios shit thought of something like that well windows it just has seems it too. so obvious windows yeah. has it too like if if your computer doesn't boot correctly it's just like oh by the way you want to go into safe mode and it's you're done like that yes since xp hasn't it i thought it's done maybe that even before maybe before that I don't uh, I don't know if it would like catch that it that it didn't start correctly or whatever back then. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I was young in 1998, so I have no idea if Windows 98 did that, but I know safe mode in general has been pretty it, prevalent. Yeah, safe mode has existed for for uh, until or all the way back to hell, I think even like 3.1 had its safe mode. Well, we'll have to check at some point cuz now I'm curious. But uh, it should be noted also that the Android 11 preview has no problem with this. So the yeah, it only the, took them the 11 system... iterations. <laughs> that's that's the other thing too. It's like it's crazy to me that like this has probably happened to people before, and they have had no idea what the hell caused it, and they never found out until maybe now. Yeah, they like, took it into I wonder Verizon. How... Yeah, and, and they're like, oh, you can just reset the phone. Yeah, And, like, up until now, they've just always thought that their phone just blew up. And it just it, it turned out that they downloaded the wrong fucking picture off the internet. Yes, which, that, that's insane. I, I will also say it's weird to me that this photographer decided to use RGB instead of sRGB, because I believe that the S in the RGB means that it has more like a like a larger color gamut so i, mean, I don't know why you'd go with the lower maybe maybe for gamut, this particular but... maybe for this particular photo um 
the this color I just range. wonder if they don't know what the fuck it means and just picked it because they thought it was fine I probably mean it probably that. is fine it probably is <laughs> to be fair if you took I wouldn't this blame photo, them <laughs> yeah if you took this photo in sRGB and you took it in RGB would anybody notice the difference no no maybe if you're one of those artsy types who has the fancy monitors that go up to 11 but yeah, Your well, average also, person probably isn't even going to notice. To be fair, there are people who see in a wider color range than we do. In fact, like women. most well, I was going to say most women see colors better than than we do because we're men. But, no, I see color good. But there right, are but <laughs> me yeah. good see color. He he knows. He's just being stupid. Just let him be. So uh but there are people even even I'm beyond literally that. red green colorblind. Are, are oh. you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's common in males. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is. It is. Um, there's like a point zero one percent chance a woman can be colorblind. Anyway, uh, let's move on. We're, there, there was a big showcase this week, and I know Connor watched part of it. Aroa, I think, watched all of it, and I watched all of it. Which was the I was showering while watching it, but I I watched a, pretty much all of it. Uh, it was the PlayStation Five showcase because E three is supposed to be happening last week, and it kind of didn't because of the whole. Which I didn't even think about. Yeah, like, the it, whole it didn't even occur to me. Yeah, it didn't occur to me either because E three uh, is kind of lame now. But they shut off the PS Five. Mainly, they shut off the games. They showed off the controller, and then they showed off the console. So we're going to talk about some of the games. GTA V is coming to PS5, apparently. So they're, oh they're, they're starting with an eight-year-old game. Actually, you're going to tell me Skyrim is getting ported to it. You know, shockingly <laughs> enough, no. I, no, hey. The Bethesda conference hasn't come yet. That's true. It, it hasn't been announced yet. It wasn't announced in this. I'm just... Right. I'm honestly shocked it wasn't like GTA 5 and Skyrim. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but, of course, they're going to use higher resolution, more stable frame rate. But GTA You're going to get the PC version. Yes. Um, this was but you also the... get GTA Online for free. Yay. So, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man, uh, the next Spider-Man, Miles Morales, uh, that's coming out. And that's probably the only game that i really cared about out of this whole thing because Wait, they really? i mean i'd agree with that there there are really? some there are some but this is the one that i'm most interested in yeah like okay. i have you played spider-man it was fucking awesome no i know that it's good i'm not saying that like you shouldn't care about it i'm just surprised that that's the only one yeah uh, nothing else really stood out to me um did, and and did, unfortunately, it didn't. It just showed like a cutscene. It didn't really show any any end game footage. Um, Gran Turismo is back with GT Seven, huh? Huh? Anybody? One of my a friends anyone? pointed out that uh, the trailer for Forza Motorsport like six had more like appealing everything than the trailer for Gran Turismo Seven. And like the the main thing to me, and the one thing that 
in my opinion and the opinion of many other racing game enthusiasts uh feel is is that um gran turismo still i don't think has or still doesn't have a fucking damage uh system like oh yeah i I know the older gran turismo's did but for some reason, starting with the uh, the one on P, I think the one on PS4, or maybe the one on PS3 as well. Is uh, it five, four, I th- or five. I think, I think five. Uh, from then on, they just have neglected to add a damage model to the game, and of course, their their public reasoning was, well, we just you know the cars are so pretty, we don't want to damage the cars; they're so pretty. But like. They don't want to put in the effort to put in a damage model into yeah, the game. Yeah, because okay. like every other racing game has that. So, so here's here's another thing. Uh, I just remembered. I was doing it right before we we came onto the podcast. Um, I really like that in Star Citizen, as you're shooting ships, like pieces of their ships will start falling off. Like you can shoot off their their thrusters and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah that's pretty fucking. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Damage models in games are fucking awesome, uh, and they should definitely add it. Like, not like to a craziest extent. Like, uh, I think it's BeamNG or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not asking for them to implement soft body physics on every vehicle in the game. It'd be cool like, if they did, though. Don't get me wrong. It'd be, yeah. yeah, it'd be fucking cool. But yeah. like, I'm not asking for that. Right, and I think that. Uh, they they should definitely have some damage models. Just not like oh your tires are exploded and blah blah blah. But at least have something where you can tell oh I ran into something so my car scratched up. Scratch now. yeah, scratch the paint up. Have tires blow up, like it, because that that's like a factor in racing is making sure that your tires don't overheat or go into the pit whenever you have to. To my understanding, that doesn't even exist in Gran Turismo anymore. Right. I, I don't even know if it did in the first place because the last Gran Turismo I played was uh I wanna three. say I wanna say there were some damaged things in Gran Turismo three and two, at least. I know there, that there was damage in, in three. I I, yeah. I just don't know if like tire temperature and stuff like that was part of the simulation back then. It was. It was. Okay. Uh I don't know if temperature was, but I, I remember like you could uh wear out your tires so you'd have to go to a pit stop after uh, after right, a while. Yeah. Um, Ratchet and Clank. That was another game so, that was shown off, and it looks so good. It kinda. does look good. I thought it was funny though. So you probably weren't paying enough attention, um, because, and you probably wouldn't have even thought about this. Because uh, I did. You watch the the Mark Cerny presentation. Uh, yeah yeah i watched that whole thing it was really boring but informative do you remember though that like the load times was like the big deal yes like okay so i thought it was funny that obviously the dimension changing mechanic is meant to showcase the load times like that entire trailer was just one big look at how cool the ps5 is trailer right uh like most of these are but the the dimensional rift thing is supposed to be look you can travel from this place to this other completely different location in a second and yes that is really impressive but i thought it was funny that like 
the whole idea has been no no loading screens. We don't have to hide loading screens anymore behind long hallways or whatever. And they literally do that exact thing in that trailer. They, they It's subtle. It's very subtle. But whenever he drops through a rift, there's an intermediate rift where there's just like a bunch of random gobbledygook everywhere. And then he drops through the other rift and he's in the other area. So they're oh, absolutely doing that exact thing right there. They're right. They're dropping you through the rift, unloading everything, bringing in all of the new shit, and then throwing you through that other rift. It is definitely not possible, or at least would be incredibly difficult on a 5200 RPM spinning disc hard drive. I can I can but... assure you. I can I can assure you 100% <laughs> it is impossible. Um because but I when... I thought it was funny. So I've seen some games in development and and spoken to some developers and they have told me at least with the PlayStation 4 that there are times um like they had a there's a there's a vehicle in the game and they couldn't make the vehicle go too fast because if the vehicle went too fast <laughs> then it wouldn't be able to to load in the objects in front and get rid of the objects in back fast enough so they had to yeah. they had to turn the vehicle speed down um, well that was why um grand theft auto 5 on uh the xbox i think it was um that was why you had to have the disc in the drive while you played the game uh, on the 360. Oh, right. Because it, because it, it was actually it. using, it was using both to be able to have enough data throughput to be able to load all the assets quickly enough. And since I pirated the game uh, before it came out, um, there's a weird thing with uh, pirated Xbox games where the disc doesn't read as quickly as an actual Xbox 360 disc. Um, so there were many times where I would be driving and I'd be on a straightaway in a pretty fast car. And then all of a sudden there's no, dr there's no road anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, um, like, that if you've ever, yeah. Like uh, if you've ever cheated in like a PS2 game or whatever, and like it made it to where you're going way faster than you're supposed to, you've seen that sort of thing where it'll either pop in or like the entire world will just not render for a few seconds while it loads all the textures. Or if you played uh, the Witcher three on a hard drive that was failing. Uh, <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. Too. Uh, yeah. I would run to an area and it would just be black. And I was like, huh, I wonder what's going on. And then it would make my system crash. And I was like, uh, I think that hard drive's dying. I think that's what's going on. <laughs> Look at this um, beautiful, critically acclaimed landscape. Eh, oh, nope. Yep, now my computer's <laughs> crashed. Um, Square Enix announces, how do you say that? Athia? Athia? I am saying Athia, but I have no idea. Yeah, Project Athia. It doesn't mean anything. Athia, looks, maybe? Yeah, it... Uh, I remember nothing about this. Not, not, not a damn thing about... It's, it's, a, it's a Square Enix game. Yeah. So it it was just really flashy. From what I saw, if it was actual gameplay, because I think this is the one. Yeah, this is the one that that looks like they made an actual game out of that Unreal Engine demo. Uh, if you remember, where like they oh were yes, flying over big landscapes and like running off of cliff side or cliff faces and shit. 
it looks like a really cool like uh nature parkour type experience with magic and shit like it looks like it'd be pretty cool uh, as long as it actually ends up looking like that and playing I, like that. I would imagine it's going to look at least pretty. I don't know if it'll look that pretty, but it'll look pretty. Um, the next game on the list, I watched the trailer. And this one, I actually, <laughs> I will say I got a little excited about just because of the concept. Um, so I'm watching the trailer and I'm like, oh, okay, so it's like a dystopian world. You're probably the last human yet left. And it's going through... Um, I was also watching this and going like, oh, this is definitely a Connor aesthetic here. Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. cyberpunk world, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then it gets to the end and the name of the game is called Stray. So the whole point of it, the whole thing is there's this cat running around and I thought, okay, the cat's going to go to the owner. You play as the owner. No, you play as the cat. Yeah. I was they, like, I was oh like my they God. teased this game a long time ago, but... I, the first time I saw this game, I knew I wanted to play it. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, you play as the cat. That's amazing. So, uh, I'm I'm really... That's one game I'm excited for, because I just thought... I like the concept, I like the world, and I I still don't think I would pay full price for it, to play as but a cat. It looks, but... it looks like something that would be like a $20 or $30 game. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is a visual game. You're, I have a feeling you're going to be mostly holding forward or holding right or whatever. I, the cat it's, has a little backpack, so I'm wondering if it's going to be like a, a cat mirror's edge kind of thing. It that says here. Cool. It says here the game revolves around exploration, puzzles, and more fast-paced action sequences. So that, that really, means ATB actions, I think. Uh, probably, yeah. but I'm really hoping it means you get to pilot a giant mech with your cat. That's kind of what you I'm know. Now that you mention it, that's all I've actually ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> just a cat, just going in there and just mashing buttons. Oh god, there's a game. Uh, uh, I I just really want Armored Core with felines. That would be uh, that would be interesting. Uh, I I would not be opposed to this. Um, I'm sure Nintendo will publish that eventually. I mean, Wing Commander had had cats as your enemies, so they were just giant oh, just, humanoid just cats. Star Fox with with mechs. Uh yes, yes, very yes. So, uh, what's this game? It's called Returnal. This surprised me. It was it was weird. I kind of like it. Um but we'll we'll talk about one thing a little later on a different story. But the whole point of this is is you crash land on a planet and then after you crash land you try to make it off the planet or something and then you die. The whole you're, you're supposed to die and then you restart. So it's like groundhog day. And you Which I think it's more like a roguelite. It is a roguelite. Yeah. Right. right. Um but it it like I like the aesthetic and I like the the concept kind of, but watching the actual gameplay, I wasn't overly impressed with the the combat that they were using and stuff. What were you I don't know. It, what were your thoughts on it? I was expecting from the beginning of the trailer for it to be like a generic fucking here's another yay another walking simulator and 
to for it to turn out to be like a weird like horror-esque uh roguelite type thing is really cool and i've uh so i don't think any of us played it uh there was a game last year called the outer wilds i've heard of it i have not played it it basically used the same idea of what if we had a roguelite but it was like more about exploration and stuff uh instead of like just bashing your face against a wall over and over uh and it, I, i'm kind of wondering if that's where they're they're going to be going with this because like yeah there is the combat but uh there's also scenes of like first person and like going into a house in first person and like some weird psychological looking shit happens and i'm, I'm wondering if it's going to be more like it's going to have moments of walking simulatory story segments uh but it's going to f- mainly focus on like exploring a horror escape where you can actually die and restart and then have to use that knowledge to go further cuz that that was what outer wilds did where it was like you were never limited on what you could and and couldn't do um it was just a matter of you didn't know that you could do something or how something worked until you experienced it and then you would die inevitably. Uh, so I wonder if, if that's what they're going to do with this. I didn't expect something like this to come out on like as a launch title with such high production value. Yeah, it so looks, I, it looks really pretty. Um, I will give it that like the cutscenes were, or, or what they showed off was really good. I don't know if that was done by an outside studio or something, but it looked really good. Uh, I just don't know if I would like the the actual gameplay of it. I like the concept, but don't know if I'll like the gameplay. Who's uh, Housemark? Uh, that's the the creator. Of yeah, it, yeah. I've never heard of him. What else? If they nothing. What the hell? It says here their first game is Returnal. No, their per- first PS5 game. Oh, okay. I'm they sorry. made Super Stardust Ultra. Oh, that's a... Resogun. So they they've went in a different direction than the other games that they've made. Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the next game to talk about is Little Big Planet. Anybody care about this? Sack Who the Boy, fuck asked event? for that? Okay. Here's another thing. They showed off that it's just a you know it's a platformer, right? Did yeah. Are they doing anything like the other Little Big Planet games where you're actually? It's not a to... Little Big Planet game. So no, they're not. It's they're not... like they're not even they're not even calling it a Little Big Planet game. It's just called Sackboy: A Big Adventure. Like I... it, it's uh... just it's just a fucking 3D platformer. And they went, well, we've got this Sackboy IP. We might as well. Because yeah. like I guess to be fair, why are you going to bother making a Little Big Planet? on ps5 whenever dreams exists yeah now Valid. there is another game the next game that's coming up we were talking about how gran turismo does not have car damage physics uh this game apparently is all about car damage physics called destruction all-stars and what a shitty name by the way it really is but it looks kind of fun like to jump in with friends and play the game i don't think it would be a game i would actually pay for like it would be okay if it were a free-to-play game or something like that but i don't i don't know if i'm actually gonna drop even 20 dollars on this game uh but it looks um, looks kind of fun 
it looks like something fun, right? that you'd get for you'd get for free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Uh, it's framed hey. around a blood sport-esque twisted metal vibe with the goal of wrecking as many cars as possible. So, it, it, so like, outside of the Rocket League-style aesthetic, yeah. um, the gameplay puts me in the mind of Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah, uh, yeah I could see because that. Because... If it like it looks like a GTA online mode where you would just like be trying to run each other over and like especially the parts where people on foot are dodging out of the way. But there are also like parkour elements and stuff. Uh, So like it it seems like it might be cool, but it also might be a little too like not focused to end up working out well. Yeah, there there might be too much going on for it to to actually work well. And and I I don't think it's going to do very well. I think it'll be okay. Like Yeah. I, I don't think it's just it's not going to sell like <laughs> 5 it's not million be a killer is, rap. No. That logo at the end <laughs> of the trailer. Yeah. Like it looks so cheap and the whole thing's just, just really goofy. It really yeah. is. Um Now I do have one question before we move on with this. Does Sony still own the All-Stars IP like when they were trying to are you thinking the same thing that i was thinking why how did sony not uh remember that they did i mean i tried to forget it i don't blame them but they did yeah so i it's it's a it's supposedly a yes it's a first party game so like why didn't they if they were going to call it destruction all-stars just put a bunch of sony property characters in there you might as well they're doing wacky shit it that would have would be... sold way better. Yeah, like put put um the cars from Gran Turismo in there. Uh and then or the just... the God of War. Or just make it a twisted metal game. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another Quit thing. Beating around the bush. Um and and I I actually worked with somebody who worked at the company that made PlayStation All Stars. And he's like, oh, yeah, the first company I worked with in Sony was, was this company. And I was like, ooh. He's like, yeah. And then <laughs> once once that studio shut down, the good thing is they offered him a job at a different studio. So he was able to transfer. So they didn't just let him go. I'd love um, to know the full story of how that game ended up becoming a thing. Yeah, I think it was, we want some of this Super Smash Brothers money. Well, and- yeah, but I, like, I want to know like how it went so very wrong yeah um another game that looks pretty good uh kenna bridge of spirits is that how you say it kenna or kina probably kina i don't know kina i to redact what i said at the beginning of this this one looks incredibly pretty if there's any game on this show list that i was like you know what i would try that it would be this one yeah this one is that's funny uh because Maybe except for the combat, which looks like it has a little bit of Dark Souls cancer in it. The game looks amazing. It does. It does look I want to walk around like that a, world. It does look like a Pixar film, but like it do, it doesn't look like a a fun game. At no, all. it it looks like it'd be just as fun as playing Dark Souls, which is to it say, doesn't even look like that ah, to me. It, like We don't like Dark Souls, so, Oroa. I know you don't. Okay. Like I do, and whenever we get to it, 
Yeah, we'll, the, we'll get to don't it. Worry. We'll get to it. Oh, oh, we you know, know what's you funny? Know. You know what's funny? What? I'm re- I will just rewatch the trailer, and at the end, it says that it's console exclusive because at the bottom it says console exclusive for a limited time, also available on PC. Nice mm-hmm. for Kena <laughs> or yeah. for the other game. Okay. So I will play this game eventually. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't want this game. The next game. Um, it's uh, it's called Vault. Wait, what's it called? Goodbye Volcano High. Where? Oh yeah, this looks like shit. Yeah, yeah you you play as anthropomorphic uh, animals. Just not not a particular animal. Just all animals are anthropomorphic. It looks like someone wanted to make a Homestuck game but couldn't get the rights to Homestuck. Yeah, apparently you're an indie rock band. Um, I don't know. I I I am not interested in this game, even a little bit. So goodbye, Volcano High. Um, <laughs> the title Oddworld. says it all. Yes, it does. Uh, Oddworld, Soulstorm. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the Oddworld games, but I do think it's awesome that they are not only bringing back Oddworld, but they are making it an Oddworld game. It's not a 3D platformer or anything. It's 2D, puzzle-based, and a platformer. And I think that is awesome. Uh, I think it's going to do very well with people who like Oddworld games. But I'm not one of those people. Do either of you like the Oddworld games? I was actually just going to say, I don't know anyone who's played an Oddworld game and didn't like them. Um, I'll say some Oddworld games are better than others. For example, I'm a really big fan of Stranger's Wrath, where as much as Odyssey is okay, it definitely hasn't aged well, but it's okay. I liked Strange or I liked Munch's Odyssey a lot. A lot of people do. It's it's one of the better ones. Actually, it was actually probably my favorite one. It's a lot of fun. Uh, It was a lot of fun. I've I've played it since, and I again, it hasn't aged super well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, Oddworld Soulstorm. Going back to the the basics of Oddworld. Uh, again, I would not buy it at full price. I, I think it should be launched at like forty dollars, and that would sell so, a lot more copies. So the thing is, um, I thought I remembered this being announced a long time ago, and it was. It was announced back in twenty sixteen. Was it? Um, yes. Oh. Uh, and the thing is. I'm pretty sure that when it was originally announced, it was supposed to be a completely new thing. Uh, and it turns out it's actually just uh, it's Abe's Exodus. Oh, okay. It's a reimagining of it. Like Abe's Exodus obviously did not look anything like this and was not anywhere near to the scale uh, that this one works are with. You telling like, me, the... Are you telling me that the PlayStation 1 couldn't do graphics like this? Yeah. Well, obviously, but I mean, like it it didn't even have like the the amount of mudokins that you see dying on screen. Like it it didn't reach anywhere near that degree, and there wasn't as many moving pieces all around the environment. Like it, this does look very impressive, but I I I can't be the only one who's really looking more for like a new story altogether being told in the odd world universe. I really would like to finish the quintology that we only got the uh, technically three games into. 
I agree. I, I understand what you're saying. And I think and, that and for those who aren't aware, uh, Oddworld was originally supposed to be a quintology, uh, Abe's Odyssey, the first of which um, and Exodus was not part of the quintology. It was actually a side story. If you read uh, the instruction manual that explains this fact, uh, all five of the games were actually like planned out in some degree whenever the first one was made. Oh, um, ki- kind and... of like how Shenmue was supposed to be like five games or something like Precisely. that. Precisely. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Yeah. And then they they had maybe they'll have a 28 year hiatus on Oddworld and then finish the <laughs> series. Uh, I, I certainly hope that uh, that things continue at some point. And uh, I'm not happy about it being 2D. Not gonna I'm, lie. I'm actually happy about it. I, I think I, that's awesome. I, I think it's cool. Like, I think this is great for fans of classic Oddworld, but I guess as somebody who preferred uh, Munch's Odyssey and Stranger's Wrath, like, I would prefer to see it go in that direction more instead. I see. That makes sense. So, Ghostwire Tokyo. This game looks interesting. It's also a Bethesda game. So I'm pretty sure we're going to hear more about that once the Bethesda conference happens. Um, I wasn't expecting looks, this to be what it was. Right. It, yeah, it looks good. Like, it looks really, really pretty. Um, but I don't really remember much of the trailer, to be honest. It looks like you hold left mouse button or right trigger quite a bit in it. Yes. While, while you look at stuff that fiendishly comes at you fast. Some oh, okay. have been saying that it might be a VR title. Like See, that'd be, title. I'd be okay with this as a VR title, actually. This looks like it'd be an amazing world for VR. Yeah. yeah. Like, some, some are saying that um, while they only showed like controller gameplay, it will also be a VR game. I don't know if that's actually true or not. but That like, makes sense. Yeah, the, whenever the, the game was revealed, uh, was it earlier this year or was it last year? I think it was last it's year. been a while. It's been a while since it was revealed originally. I was expecting anything but a fast-paced action first-person magic game. Yes. Okay. I I I have no I had no memory of this game at all being revealed. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, the the original the original reveal like made it made it look like it was gonna be almost like a silent hill kind of atmospheric exploration type game or something. Nope, action-based. You kill things with your mind. Also, it's going to be on PC, so... Yes, it's going to be on PC as well. It's a console exclusive. Uh, There's another game that's being released. I don't know if it's going to be a console exclusive. Uh, We'll see. No. Uh, It is Hitman 3. I like... It's coming to everything. Well... Uh, we all know how bad I am at stealth, but I do like stealth games. I'm just really bad at them. And I really like the Hitman series. I think that they are very, very good. Even I even liked, liked Absolution, though it had some issues. And they're going to release the full game this time instead of putting it out in parts, which I think is a, a good move. Because putting things out in parts are bad. Uh, on the... Last sentence here, or last paragraph, it says, Hitman 3 is due in January 2021, and it will not be leaving the previous generation behind. It'll launch on both PS4, PS5, 
as well as Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. So pretty much everything except the Switch. I'm sorry, Connor. I mean, I haven't played a Hitman game since Absolution, so I don't actually know if I'm missing anything or not. Uh, was that I, a game? <laughs> I played... Uh, I've played both Hitman and Hitman 2, and as somebody who has not really liked uh, most of the older Hitman games, uh, they Hitman and Hitman 2 are both absolutely incredible. I've heard good uh, of it. I just I've been hurt before, and I'm not sure if like, I can be hurt again. Like you can you can play it as like Babby stealth game. And have a ton of fun basically treating it like an abstract puzzle game in a way. Yeah, they're like, they're like that's how I played it. And it's it's really cool to like try to figure out the different ways that you can you can execute somebody. So also this... the trailer made me wonder if maybe there's gonna be different playable characters other than just Agent 47. Then I will not buy the game. I'm I'm joking. Really? I no, I'm oh. joking. Greetings of purest at heart. Yes. Uh so there's another game called Jet the Far Shore. Um, do either of you remember anything about this? Because I do not. Uh oh, this is the one that has Super Brothers working on it. Yes, Super Brothers and uh Pine Scented. Wait. I, yeah. I don't that's... know what Pine Scented is. But I remember, or I know Super Brothers because they made like the first really big mobile game that everyone shat their pants over, and I thought was okay. Um, yeah, is this the I, one? I don't remember like anything about this game. Well, the trailer doesn't really show anything about this game. No, it it doesn't. Um, uh, Future looks like it planet. might be like a city builder or something. I think the That's... graphics look like the the. Graphics and things they showed off look nice. But, but what do you do? Like, if you're doing a game reveal and you're left at the end of that going, what? What do you, what kind of game? I'm going to yeah. say that's not a good reveal. So the, the says, article says uh, mm -hmm. you'll play as May, a scout investigating something called the Him Wave on a mythical ocean planet. And there's a bunch of backstory, but it's it's basically an exploration game with relaxed first-person segments and a robust, mysterious endgame where the open-world immersive sim elements flourish. Minecraft? Uh, it looks like it. it's going to be just, like, exploring until you finish the story, and then it'll probably turn into, like, a city builder or something. So Dragon Quest Builders. Yeah. In space. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Also, yes, the the guy the guy from Super Brothers said that the PS5's 3D audio processing is revelatory. This may sound silly, but with the PS5, it's as if you really have ears in a video game for the first time. There is suddenly an unprecedented fidelity available for perceiving audio spaces. Hey, my virtual reality headset would like to have a word with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. fucking real. Like... So, let us talk about Godfall. Which uh, it looks looks all right, looks good, looks pretty. What do you guys think about Godfall? There was the trailer for Godfall. Apparently, yeah. yes. I don't even remember seeing it. I... Oh, 
that's what this was. I okay, so I, I saw the gameplay and I must have just like I must have like washed my hair or something while the, the title showed up. Because I was like, what the fuck is this Dark Souls ass game? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's I, all actually, I'd say this is less Dark Soulsy and more like just because it's a game I played relevantly, Darksiders. This this looks At, very beat em up with yeah, special right. tools added over time. It's less Dark Souls in that you you win by pressing the dodge button for 40 minutes and more. I'm just going to spam this one button until everything that's in front of me is no longer. You know, you know what it almost looks like is fucking Fables combat. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. Um, like you have some which, magical sticks and some mostly melee beat-em-up mechanics. Yeah, and you know what? I'd kind of be okay with that if it played like Fable because I kind of like Fables combat. Yeah. I I didn't like uh, most things about Fable. The combat was okay, but I, there were a lot of things I did not like about it. We um, got called Chicken Chaser once, and it hurt his feelings. It it did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Solar Ash. That's another game that's coming out by Anna Purna. Purna. Yeah. Anna Purna? So this was another one where I was like, "What really?" It looks uh, nice. It the art style is definitely something I could see Aroa liking. So I, when I saw that it was Annapurna, I was like, "Oh no, it's Annapurna! It's gonna be another shitty fucking art game." Uh, but that's not what it looks like at all. Like, it looks really cool. It says uh, the like, short video. The short video features a tall. It says feature. The short video feature a tall figure thrust into a bizarre, highly stylized universe where they are confronted by a domineering force. Uh, thrown asunder, our protagonist makes their way through a short third-person environment before hitching a ride on a giant something. But, like, that doesn't do justice to the fact that the movement looks smooth as fucking silk. It does look really good. Lends itself to the idea of like large scale 3D platforming and fast paced movement, which is right up my goddamn alley. And it only helps that it looks like Fury, uh, which is one of the coolest looking games that I've ever seen. And I love it. So, and like at the very end of the trailer, the character drops down onto a dragon, mm-hmm. like a bone dragon or some shit. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm pretty interested in this. I'm I'm very excited to see what probably quarter one 2021 has. For, so uh, I, I'm really 5. excited about the next game. Um, I think that that this is the game we all wanted. NBA 2K21. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sweat sweaty black man simulator 2021. Before we get to that, I just wanted to comment on Annapurna Solar Ash one last time. It okay. looks a lot like Gravity Rush. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. And I'm wondering how much it plays like that as well. Obviously, we haven't seen anything. It's just a teaser. Uh, but so I didn't play a ton of Gravity Rush, but that was like a lot more, uh, like gravity based combat, right? It wasn't like platforming. Puzzles, it wasn't. Was it? I mean, it definitely had the platforming, but it definitely had the idea of move around and go fast. Otherwise, you're gonna lose a life. This. It, I mean, again, we have nothing to really go off of yet, but this looks like it's more going to be interested on look at the pretty stuff and explore the pretty stuff. I'm, yes. I'm very interested in that. Yes. All right. So NBA 2K21, we don't give a shit. Um, I, the one thing yeah. that I... The one thing I look do at think... Look sweat. 
That was one thing that I was actually like, okay, that's pretty cool. Is as you're that's playing, what, literally every generation, yeah. it's always just like, look how sweaty these basketball players are. And then they I'm take not... it. Then they always take it out of the game. They're just like, oh, we can't do it. The physics are too hard. Too I'm... much sweat. I refuse to be excited about something that they gushed over for the Xbox 360. Yes. Um, <laughs> Octodad Studio is making a game called Bug Snacks. And this game looks fucking weird. Yeah, it does. Um, I don't know what it's supposed to be. It's the trailer. <laughs> the trailer shows like googly eyed strawberries and ribs like like not like rib cages but like ribs that you would eat right. covered I, in barbecue sauce like there's there so there's food that runs around and then like there's these they're giant cheeseburgers that are that run around like like rams or sheep or something well and then as as you you would eat them or or some of the characters would eat like the strawberries and then part of their body would turn into strawberries. <laughs> like it's, it's like, such a what weird What the fuck is this? I'm very interested in hearing more about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean they've they've got our attention but I have no idea I don't uh, know what I'm looking at. Yeah, so there's in the link to everyone by the way there's a link in the description as always and any of the games we're talking about you can take a look at the uh the link in the description and click on the the news article from destructoid and actually right now what you're doing do it right now and actually view the trailers so almost it almost looks like there's like a like a customization type thing where you can like build your own creature out of components Yes, I have no idea. It's 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 really weird. Maybe I I would imagine as you eat creatures, you you develop some of their their body parts. Like I don't I, I don't that, get it. That's the part that weirds me out. Is like I don't understand why why do you turn into the strawberry? But then there's also a segment of like different googly eyed creatures that have like pineapple slices for feet, or like this giant watermelon squid yeah that, it's really like weird. slams down and has an aoe attack like this is very curious i love the art style well, i think it's adorable the, as hell at the very end it like gets kind of sinister and then it cuts off so there's yeah. like something going on in the world that some like big evil you probably have to fight or something like that um it's giving me conquer's bad fur day aesthetics real bad and that's a good thing that's good. It does I like look Con like Conkers. Everyone likes yeah, Conkers. It does look like old rare kind of kind of thing going for it. And Octodad, for for as much of it was YouTuber bait, was not a bad game, and like had legitimately funny jokes and stuff, and and worked surprisingly well. So yeah. like I I have confidence in Young Horses. I think they're a good studio. There Actually, is no a one of the developers. So uh, the main um, one. What what were you saying, Connor? I'm sorry. I was just saying, I know the developers of that game. They're good people. Oh, good, good. Sorry, you kept cutting out because like we kept talking at the same time. So, Don't you hate so, that? I do. I hate it. I hate it. I, I'm sure that nobody else in this in this call hates it as much as me. 
Um, during Sony's PlayStation 5 showcase today, uh, Astrobot hopped out of a DualSense controller and created the game Astro's Playroom. Apparently, it's a pack-in game. The game will be preloaded oh. on the PS5. Okay, I'm all right with that then. Yeah, uh, I don't remember much about this trailer, but it's there's a game called Astro's Playroom, and it looks like kind of a a platforming adventure game. So it oh, looks cute. It's the same. It's the same as the the PS4's pack-in title. Yeah, just probably showing off what the new controller can do, which is not a ton. Yeah, uh, it's it's can yeah, it's a controller. It's just an Xbox One controller. Yes, it is. That's all. That's all. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, if your packing game isn't Wii Sports, you're not living up to your full potential. Uh, Little Devil Inside is another game that's coming out, and it looks kind of weird. There's a uh, on the the YouTube video you can see there's a giant cat with fangs, like really big fangs. Looks like a big old Cheshire cat looking yeah. motherfucker. Um, every, it says every second is fraught with peril and, uh, it looks all right. I, I didn't really think much of this game, but I'm sure there are going to be, there's going to be somebody out there that's like, this is my favorite game. It's so pretty, but I have, I have nothing to say about it. I don't remember anything from the trailer at all. And now that I'm watching it, uh, I don't know. It seems like it might be kind of neat. Depends on how it actually plays though. Right. It seems like it might be a like a, a Death Stranding esque kind of trying to travel from point A to point B and dealing with the perils that happen along the way kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and like the combat seems very visceral. Yeah. Considering um, the art style. The next game that they showed off doesn't really matter. We can skip right over it. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was. It, it's a huge game. Uh, apparently people have been speculating this for a while and it has come and it has come true. They are releasing demons souls for the PS five. And it's so fucking exciting. I, uh, as I've said, I don't really care for the demon souls game and, or the dark souls games. And we mentioned it before. It's, the reason I don't like it is because it's a game where the developers have gone out of the way to be like, we want to make this as frustrating as possible. Every mechanic in this game, we want to make torturous. And some people will disagree with me, and those people are fucking liars. I mean, I, I disagree with you. What, what do you disagree with me on? I don't think that they intentionally make it like frustrating. I just think that they make it difficult. They make it overly I, I, difficult. I, I would say I it's do, an artificial difficulty. Yeah. In some ways, like there are definitely situations where like you, you, there's no way that you would see that a boss is going to do something until you see it do it. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not going to predict that, that he's even capable of doing some move that he's going to do. Or like um, in uh, uh, Sekiro, uh, there's the, the very popular monkey boss that you beat him, you cut his fucking head off and then he comes back to life and starts attacking you with his severed head. 
Like, yeah, that kind of thing. You're not going to see that coming. You're not going to expect that. Yes, that's bullshit. But at the same time, if you play the games the right way, quote unquote, you're not going to be put into direct danger whenever those situations come up because you're going to hold back, wait and see what they're going to do before they start attacking you. Like, uh, I, they are harder uh, than other games that try to do that try to do this sort of thing. Um, uh, what the fuck? What was the Code Vein? Code Vein is a lot easier than the Souls games that I have played. Uh, Demon Souls is harder than every Dark Souls game oh, that yeah. I've that I've played. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It uh, is an de- incredibly hard game. I played it back on PS3 um, whenever I had a hacked PS3 and I love the shit out of it and I only beat the first boss. Yes, the, the that giant, me... the giant, they actually show that in the, the still image, that giant um, soldier. It's like a or yeah, that, that is uh, whenever I did that, I was like, oh, my God, I did it. I fucking ah, I'm so happy. And then as soon as I got to the, the second world and died and um, mind you, so what makes Demon Souls so much worse than Dark Souls is uh, being undead has a punishment, a huge which is punishment. that your health gets cut in half. Yes. Yes, it does. And, and I believe I believe some of the Dark Souls games did that, but like the more you died, the lower it got. Um. Uh, it, no, as, far, as far as I'm aware, there's not really any that there's like story level punishment and like you might not be able to use some abilities or something if you're undead, but like you definitely don't lose half of your fucking health bar yeah. in Dark Souls. That was um, that was what made me go, oh, wow, maybe I like these games now because it didn't have that. But so, now have, having come to to appreciate this genre. I am actually really excited for Demon Souls to come back. So now here's the thing. I hate these games. But that being said, I'll, I will probably play them because a lot of my friends like them. And they'll be like, let's play together. I'm like, I fucking hate the game. And they're like, ah, we'll, we'll play together. It'll be fun. You'll, you'll like this one. And I'm like, no, I won't. And then I play it and I'm like, see, I still fucking hate them. I hate them all. But like, I beat Dark Souls 1 and 2. So that's yeah. with lots of help. Um, it does hard game just require a stupid amount of patience. Yeah. And they are, and they, this game, Demon's Souls, uh, wasn't, it didn't look very good on the PlayStation three and it looks really good on the PlayStation five. So talking about, (laughs) I remember watching the trailer for the original Demon's Souls and considering buying a PS3. I remember him like pinning a shirt to a wall or something and using that as a marker and just being like, you could do that. It, uh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Demon Souls is like one of the prettiest games on that on that. Console. I I didn't like the uh, the art style. It I is very it was... dark and muddy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. That's what I didn't like. I don't like that. But dark it, it and was muddy like and... that for a reason. I know, I know it was like that for a reason. I still don't like it. I still <laughs> yeah, don't I, like the art style. I hate those games, but I will say they're pretty. Yeah, eh, eh, on the on the art direction. Uh, here. So here's another one. It's called Death Loop, and this reminds me of that other game we spoke about earlier. It's it's 
a very similar concept. And oh, uh, the the yeah. Anna Purna one, the what was it called? No, the, the one before that, not the. I got it confused with the Anna Purna one, but the the one that's that's a road light. Yeah, these are it's 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 basically the same thing. It's it's a storyline. You wake so up, it, you try to do something, you die, and then you have to do it again. Yes. So, really cool thing that I haven't seen anybody talk about. Um, a uh, a documentary came out recently about Arcane Studio. Okay. Um, talking about uh, like kind of how they've gotten to where they are now. Um, and it's it's only the first half, but they talk about a concept that they were that they were working on before um before they did dishonored and it was a concept where uh you would have one character who was trying to play through a linear first person shooter game and then uh the 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 twist is that you could have up to four other players join the game as enemy soldier characters and be the the NPCs that you were shooting and, and fighting against. So the other team would be able to like 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 try to strategize and act like an actual squad versus you being the badass first person shooter guy who can like tear ass. Oh, so, I see, I see. So like so they would not be very powerful because I, I have something to say to that, but I'll let you go. Well, yeah. So that that like yeah, the idea would ju would just be that like it's asymmetrical multiplayer where the the normal player is super overpowered and everybody else has to use strategy to take out the really strong guy. So the reason that I bring that up is that in this trailer at the end they reveal that somehow or another at some point you're going to be playing as the assassin who's trying to kill the main character. And I'm wondering if they're finally going to use that concept where the other, the other player or the assassin character will be able to drop into your game as a player and try to take you out while you're trying to complete some objective. That kind of, now that kind of sounds like demon souls in a way and yeah. dark souls because people like, will do like that. that has, yeah, that that's been executed in the souls game since the beginning where you could come in as a shade and choose to help them or harm them. And like, I so, really hope that that's what they're doing here because that would be so fucking cool. So I kind of like that concept, the, the concept of them coming in as kind of weak NPCs and trying to strategize to take you out. Um, and the reason why I think that it's better that the, if there's going to be five people, they, they have to be weaker, right? They can't be as right. powerful as the main character because I played left for dead two versus. So it's four V four last night. <laughs> and the problem is the infected have, have such a advantage over of the survivors. So, so like let me, such let, a me huge let me, advantage. let me tell you though, as someone who went through a phase where I played that game every day for like six months on multiplayer servers playing versus. Um, the problem probably is that you're going too slow. It probably is. I, I did find that if you're just running towards the exit, basically. If you fucking rush, then the infected will not win. They absolutely yeah. will not. The only time that you have any chance as a team of infected 
is if you manage to stop them for any length of time and then you can finally fucking dogpile them. Yeah. If, you, if you can't manage that or like you have to wait until they get to a crescendo point and then try to take at least one of them out there because yeah. otherwise it's it's not happening. You can't get them while they're running along. And like that that's what mm. it took me forever to realize that that's how the game is meant to be played. So, let's move on from Deathloop. Looks like a good game. Honestly, I'm I'm it, it, interested in Deathloop. Connor was Connor going to say something? I thought you were going to say something. I'm just going to say that it the the asymmetrical co-op kind of reminded me of uh Spies versus Mercs from Splinter Cell. And that's something I've always wanted to see more of was asymmetrical co-op. Not co-op, but multiplayer. That's true. Yeah. It, it, it does look like a good game. I, I honestly say, I will say that it looks like a game that I would play. Like if, and, if our, and Arcane is game, a studio that like, I don't think they've ever put out a bad anything. Sure. So right. Like, I love the design I, of games. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I guess you could say Arx Fatalis isn't that great, but it's also the first thing that they ever put out, and it was like kind of revolutionary for its time, albeit a little too ahead of its time, and therefore janky is all fuck. And when is this game coming out? It is coming out um, at some point. But by the way, it is <laughs> console exclusive to the PlayStation. Yeah, it 5. will. It, it will be on PC, which is where I will be getting it because it's yeah. a shooter, and I can't. And it's launching on holiday season. Anymore. Holiday season. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So. And, and oh, okay. Soon. What? One last bit. Also, keep in mind, it looks like the assassin character um, uses a sniper rifle, and so I'm wondering if, if like it's going to be like that where the main character is going to be a run and gun kind of, kind of dude is going to like be toting assault rifles and shotguns and shit. And then the assassin character is going to be exclusively like highly movement based and trying to get into position to fire off like sniper rifle rounds or like using traps or, or stuff like that. I really hope that that's how it works out. So that like, whenever you're the main character, you're having to like watch windows and shit while you're while you're running through environments so that you don't get caught out in the open like it sounds so fucking cool anyway sorry so let's move on it does look really cool i will probably get it for pc not getting it for ps5 though i i will probably buy the ps5 at some point so next game is uh the return of chris redfield to resident evil village it looks like a resident evil game it looks good mm. I it looks like a modern Resident Evil game. Yeah. You don't like it? You don't like the idea? I'm worried, is all. I'm worried, especially with the fact that you're going to be Chris Redfield, that it's going to be, like, a little more action-y. Yeah. I'm hoping that's not what they go for. Um, my friend is a really big fan of Resident Evil. Is it John? And No. Um, for some reason, I thought John would like him. I don't know. No, uh, Tyler likes Resident Evil, but he's not who I'm talking about. Okay. Um, uh, but she said that she read something saying that uh, Seven is going to be taking a little more of the action cues. Um, not not going wholeheartedly into that. Like they're still going to try to do the horror aspect, but I'm kind of worried that they're they're going to make the same mistake again. And think we gotta we gotta tone it up a little bit, and they're gonna they're gonna make they're gonna take it too far because they did that even in 
four. Uh, four oh, definitely, said, but yeah, four. You definitely. said seven earlier. Uh, I think you meant six. I said I said seven. I meant to say eight. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, I'm worried okay, that yeah. in I'm worried that in eight they're going to go they're going to lean more in that route because in seven, um, uh, in the latter half of that they did that they like the the last like couple of hours of that game completely loses the horror everything and it just turns into uh, a zombie shooter more or less yeah. just very tough shooting if you want to win if like, you want to live. And especially the Chris focused DLC. Um, if you played that, there is no horror aspect to that whatsoever. You have no. an automatic weapon like the entire fucking time, and it's more about moving quick and using your special ammo to take out the fucking weird zombies that only show up in that level. Like, yeah, I'm I'm really worried that they're going to stick to that, and that's not what made seven special at all. So, um, yes, I I haven't played uh, any of the Resident Evil games since 4, and it looks okay, but I am worried that it will be more towards, like, Resident Evil 5 instead of Resident Evil 4, and like that it, would be a bad thing. It looks thing. like it's, it's going to do the Resident Evil 4 kind of fish-out-of-water type thing, because, like, there are all these weird like European churches shit and yeah like it looks it looks very not modern times so maybe maybe they'll play with that maybe it'll be like Chris isn't going to have all of his guns and stuff and he's going to have to be melee focused that would be kind of cool i will say that that was the best dlc for 7 was the one where you were uh you were the the grandpa i think it was oh, uh, yeah. maybe uncle of uh the the hot chick um okay where it like in in that instead of getting like different weapons, uh, you just punched all the zombies to death. That was really that, fucking fun. That sounds that sounds then, a little bit un unrealistic, but okay. So well, let's... It, the idea was he was like infected or something, but it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, also, one last thing: hope that the VR is not PS5 exclusive. Yeah. Oh definitely. yeah, like like that it's included on PC. Yes, because yeah, they said that they were going to put uh pc vr on uh resident evil 7 at some point and they never did and that oh, was really right. disappointing because i played it in vr it? um there might be i haven't really looked into it but i i played it on um playstation 4 because i got it on ps4 because i wanted it for the vr and it is absolutely one of the most terrifying things in vr Agreed. uh just because vr is that way like whenever you get up close to something that's scary in vr it's just scarier because it's harder to separate yourself uh but being able to do that in the index headset would be a hundred times better yes uh let's especially move on. if i can use my hands let's move on to the next game called pragmata um i'm just gonna read what they said here on destructoid it says in a trailer that looks like it's straight up representing or presenting what uh, Hideo Kojima ga uh, game, a man in a space to walks the city streets where he is greeted by a girl and a holographic cat. Looking up at a tentacle ridden structure, he grabs the girl and flies around in a crazy action sequence and then ends up, then ends up looking back at Earth from space. Actually, he's uh, from on the, the moon. moon. Yeah, yeah it says, from the yeah. fucking moon. <laughs> yeah. 
and and just so you know, the girl's alive. She's able to survive and on the. She's moon. a robot. Well, yeah, obviously she's a robot. Come on. No, I mean she is. They they show yeah. that in the trailer. I don't know yeah. why they didn't mention that. Yeah, but yeah, they... I absolutely until I saw the Capcom logo, I absolutely thought that this was going to be revealed as as Kojima's next project. Yeah, so uh it looks fucking weird and I don't know uh if I like it. I I yeah, it might be There's it, no way to know. It might be one of those games that's just like too weird and like artsy for me, kind of like um uh Death Stranding. Like it's just too m- too much odd stuff going on for me to get invested Which in the game. I never mentioned on here uh, that Death Stranding, I didn't know that it had gotten delayed. Pissed me the fuck off because I was like, oh my god, it's June. I can finally get Death Stranding on PC. It's delayed until July. God damn it. So, uh, been there, yes. man. Yeah, yeah. Yep, we've all been there. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. You know how yeah. being unemployed would have been awesome <laughs> if, if that game was out? Yeah, I've I've like straight up been considering taking time off work when that game comes out. I'm not even kidding. I took a lot of time off. Uh, I I uh, I got fired, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, I'm fired right before Cyberpunk 2077 delayed." No. Um, the next game that was that was presented was Horizon Forbidden West, and it looks good. I I never played original Horizon, but I assume if you like the original horizon that this game will be right up your alley. I've, have either so I, horizon. I have horizon. Uh, I played it for 20 ish hours. Um, I mixed on it. I think that the combat is fun on the surface level, but very, very repetitive, very, very quickly. Um, it has all of this potential depth and it, and it suffers from that condition of there are 10 different ways to solve, uh, different combat problems and there's no reason to pick any other one, but the most quick and effective one. Yeah. There's uh, always, there's always, <laughs> yeah, there's always one that's just more effective. Like, like you have all these, these options for like making traps and like snares and stuff. Uh, but it's always way more effective to just shoot it with an explosive arrow and be done with it. Yeah. Um, like it, and the story is actually what kind of kept me going in that game. And I never did finish it because it's one of those side quest ridden games. And I always want to do the side quests, but like, I, I don't know how the game ends and I kind of want to know because I want to know how the fuck anything in this trailer is happening. Cause none of it makes any sense. Um, Yeah. So I, I like I'm curious, but unless they fix the underlying problems, I'm not interested. And the last oh, what about you, Connor? Any interest in Horizon? No, none at all. I have almost no interest in it either. I think it's a I, I believe it'll good. be on PC. Yeah, I, I know Horizon Zero Dawn's gonna be on PC, so I don't know about right. her, this new one. Well that, that's so. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, it looks like a very nice Breath of the Wild game. Yeah, Breath of the Wild was really good. So, they then revealed the PlayStation 5. And there's a lot of jokes going on saying that it looks like a, a router. And that is it true. Does. It does. It's very it true. Really, it really does. Uh, yeah, but but I you think know what? Some nice. routers look really cool. 
Yeah, I think it looks nice. <laughs> I mean, uh, and they, they revealed that there's going to be two versions of the system. There's going to be a normal system, and there's going to be a digital only. And I, on stream, said no. I was like, no, no, no. Why would you have a digital only console like that? I don't. I don't like them. I think they're stupid. I know why so... they would do it, but I don't like them because I like owning physical media and I like buying games used. So, so that's why. I agree. But at the same time, I have realized that I own less than less than six uh ps4 games physically that makes sense i own quite a few but i i own very few and a couple of them i only own physical copies of uh one i one i only have physical copy of because i didn't want to wait for it to download so i just went up to gamestop and bought it um which ended up backfiring for me because I had to wait six hours for it to fucking install anyway. Yeah. Uh, Modern gaming. And the other one I got because I wanted the collector's edition, which anymore collector's editions are more or less just giving you a code in a box and yeah. they don't even include a disc. Some like some I games... absolutely understand why they're doing it this way. To be I, could, honest. I, I get it. But again, I, I like buying games. Uh, for cheap and so yes there are a lot of games i buy uh, digitally they put on so many sales that like you are getting it for used prices a lot of the time that's true but anyway they have two versions they have one that's digital only one that has a 4k blu-ray player on it which the ps4 pro did not have i believe they did not have a 4k blu-ray player uh because they used the same disc drive that the original ps4 used which did not do for uh, 4K Blu-ray. Uh, the controllers look like they look like PlayStation control. You said they look like they, Xbox One controllers, which is well, true. I don't. I don't think they look like Xbox One controllers. I mean, they kind of they're fatter, definitely. Uh, yeah. I just mean that like the only new features that they have added to the PS5 controller are ones that were lifted wholesale from from the Xbox. Yeah, uh, they they showed off at the beginning like the uh, haptic feedback in the yep. sticks, and I have to say, you've played Forza on uh, on PC, right? Like you played it. Uh, I've I've played it on Xbox One, and well, the yeah. uh, the trigger the the trigger motors do legit add a lot of pretty cool force feedback. Yeah, to it's pretty nice. I would like to have that implemented in more games. Honestly, um, you know what I would like though. What's that? A black console. <laughs> because it's all white. Half, it's, yeah, half, I, it's half of it's black. Come on. So I so I, I don't mind it on the console itself. I don't like it, but I don't mind it. I would prefer, however, if the entire console itself was black. But I would more so prefer if the controller was all black. The two-tone just looks like ass on I'm the sure, controller itself i'm sure I don't like that it. they will they will release different variants of the controllers and the consoles i um, i just hope that the the follow-up consoles uh if i end up having to wait that long that i have to get a second gen i hope they don't destroy the the design 
Like, yeah, I, I, that's that's why I tend to buy first gen devices is because they always go all out with the crazy design. And I want the one that looks like that, even if it looks like shit. Like, I, I just prefer that. That's why I don't mind having the first gen X bone. And then they have I like the, that it's a big VCR. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> um, then they have the they showed off the new the headphones. The headphones look nice. I mean, they're fine. Um, and they have it, I, they didn't talk about it, I don't think, but they have the controller in one of those, uh, not the controller, but like a remote control in the pictures. Yeah, what fucking year is it? Like they haven't <laughs> done that since the PS3. Yeah, like... and I was just like, oh, okay, that's that's something that exists. <laughs> they don't show off the new VR in in, in this, but they show off the freaking 4K Blu-ray controller. <laughs> Um, they've got that and they've they've got the the little fucking camera which yeah like, all right it's there what do you it's think exactly about exactly the same what do you think about this connor you haven't said much you don't buy consoles i'm not really a console guy and i mean if anything my lack of input on the the showcase that we've seen so far shows my thoughts on the console in general it's yeah. a lot of devices i'm sorry that's not what i meant to say it's a lot of software that's only temporarily exclusive and yeah, that's just yes. not something that gets me excited now now looking at the specs the controller definitely looks different different is okay but like aroa said it, it looks kind of like an xbox controller now to another thing that's included here um that they spoke about was that the controllers have USB-C for charging which they should it's 2020 at this point. it's 2020 USB-C is amazing just use it for everything um, they have a USB A port and a USB C port on the front. Is that an, like what's that on the bottom, Aroa? It looks I like think an it's SD a, card. It's, it's either I, I thought it was an SD card slot at first, but I think yeah. it's it's either an indicator light or it's a physical power button. And I do not see a um. Oh, that's interesting. It is a power button. So. Okay. Because if you look at the digital one and you look at the the one with the drive, you see that the one with the drive has two buttons. Ah, so one with an eject button. Yeah, one's eject. They don't show off, at least in the pictures on Destructoid, they didn't show off any of the back of the unit. I, well, you know why, I bet? Um, because of the VR thing. They probably uh, don't want, they don't want to give any indication either way of like whether you'll be able to use the original psvr with it because oh, uh, the, the psvr has a specific plug uh that goes into the back that makes sense so i i wouldn't be surprised if like they either they don't they want to reveal too much so anyway unfortunately we have to cut this off uh right now yeah, because... I've seen people going into the other uh, Discord channel. So yeah, we got a we got another thing popping up here in in eight minutes that Connor and I have to do <laughs> at Clinton's Core Classics, uh, which again is in I think it's in a link below, but you can go look up Clinton's Core Classics in uh, Spotify and listen to us there. So we will be here uh, next week. Thank you, Aro, for being here. Yep, no problem. Thank you, Connor, for being here. I told you, I'm the nostalgia critic. Yes, thank you, the Nostalgia Critic, for being here. I will be back next week 
uh, with one or both of these people probably. And we'll be talking about more stories. Hopefully more showcases will happen like Bethesda and we can talk about that. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.